0: Bredo, can you believe it? The Wellness Summit is almost here. I'm oh, I'm so excited. I don't know what to do with myself. Well, Bretto, it's been two long years since our last Wellness Summit. And if you're listening to this, folks, and don't have a ticket, then... What are you doing? The Wellness Couch family of podcasters gather for two days in Melbourne on Saturday, August 25 and 26,
1: featuring... The Queen of Nutrition, Cindy O'Meara. The Rockstar of Wellness, Dr. Damien Christoph. Connect with your spirit and soul with Barley Bomb survivor, Karen Smith.
0: Self-care is on the menu with Kim Morrison. Master the art of ageing well with the one
1: and only Marcus Pierce. Oh, shucks, Bretto. What about how to recover from rock bottom with Dr. Brett Hill? Master your stress with Dr. Maria Jushman.
0: Get empowered
1: with Imogen Bailey. Female health experts, Dr. Andrea Huddleston and Ashley Bond. Master your sleep with Audra Starkey. The natural nutritionist, Steph Lowe. Australian Idol winner, Wes Carr. Woohoo! And Quirky Cookings, Joe Witten, and Fuad Kassab, and a whole lot more. Oh, what a lineup, MP. Seriously, why would you not be coming to the Wellness Summit?
0: Not to mention our world class exhibition of Australia's most incredible, sustainable wellness products and services.
1: MP, we've done the final layout. There are less than 100 spaces left.
0: And there's only a few discounted tickets available at thewellnesssummit.com.
1: Marcus, be there or be square. Zazen Alkaline Water presents the 2018 Wellness Summit, Saturday, August 25 and 26 at the Collingwood Town Hall.
0: Getting quick, folks. The final release of discounted tickets available at thewellnesssummit.com. See you there, Bretto.
1: Thewellnesscoach.com streaming wellness into your lives. It's time to kick your shoes off, put your heels up and listen to how to live your best barefoot lifestyle with your host, the barefoot podiatrist, Paul Thompson.
2: Welcome to the Barefoot Movement Podcast where we are dedicated to helping you build a body that supports itself from the ground up rather than a body reliant on support. I'm your host, Paul Thompson, and today I would like to welcome a very special guest by the name of Lee Whitehead. Thanks for joining us, Lee. Thanks, mate. appreciate, uh, appreciate being here. So, Lee is a highly qualified coach with over 10 years' experience in the health and fitness industry. He's also the head of training for Blackroll Australia and has been lucky enough to learn from some of Germany's leading fascia researchers and educators. Lee is also the owner and head coach of several F45 training studios, as well as running his own practice called Sustainable Human Movement, which if you uh, keep following along, there might be some uh, special talks in the near future around that project, which sounds really cool. But today, we're going to be talking to Lee about Blackroll. So, mate, can you just give us, I mean, I've given you a bit of an intro there, but mm. who are you? How did you get involved with Blackroll and what is Blackroll? Wow, yeah, that's
3: um, that's some good questions there, Paul. So, wait, well, basically, yeah. So myself, um, I'm obviously working with Blackroll for a good like, four and a half years now. We've been working together to to build uh, some momentum in Australia, um, and yeah, it's um, it's been a, it's been an amazing trips. So, I mean, uh, lots of trips around Australia, meeting and uh, and working with other professionals and uh, individuals uh but and i've really come from a, a more of a strength and conditioning background um and you know working with different athletes and so forth and bringing me to that element of loading the body to a certain extent and then um essentially things starting to to go wrong that may not have seemed like they're related but uh from my own personal uh injury through the lower back area had a bit of an experience of what and you know developed a bit more empathy of how the body sort of works, and. Um, drove me into learning a little bit more about the movement side of it so uh you know pushing into that movement aspect and um yeah that uh that then brought me through to to meeting chris and yeah kind of it's uh it's developed from there um chris really uh when we first caught up he was really excited to uh to give me a black role and we uh we started chatting loosely about this and that. I'm like, Oh yeah, that's cool. I've kind of heard of foam rolling. It's like it's not foam rolling. You've got to you know, I was really excited. So um yeah, it's uh I think learning it from there and and really understanding how it was different to say, you know, I've done a few other foam rolling things in the in the past and um I'd never sort of looked at the in this perspective of um perspective how it's um you know, it's integrated into all the parts of the body, SMT and then the movement that goes with it. So I guess um, it really, for me at the time, it was the perfect uh, uh, anecdote to really push through from movement into then how I can actually change the body through some, some simple self-practice.
2: Yeah, nice. So what I'm hearing is Blackroll is a, a foam roller company, but I know you guys are much more than that. <laughs> and you guys are probably the leading, and look, we'll use the foam rolling term. I know, so Chris, for those of you who don't know, um he bought Black Roll to Australia, am I right? That's right, yeah. So he's he's, um yeah, the dude that's got all this cranking over here, but I know, yeah, so foam rolling, people know kind of what that is, but you guys are really at the leading edge of... Um, I guess the education side of it so with the experience I've had with you guys um, and we'll talk about some of your products soon and the products are amazing but what really has got me pumped about you guys is that you understand not just the foam roller and it's not a product based business as much as you do sell products but you are a business and brand that is really, really up to date with like fascia and the fascial research and why we actually need these products. And I guess what I'm seeing with you guys is that helps keep you guys with the best products on the market because you understand why it is we need to actually do this. You're not just trying to flog off a product for the sake of making money. You guys understand this whole fascia thing. So to, to begin with, can you tell us, like what is fascia? So, like why do we need to foam roll and then what is this fascia stuff?
3: So, yeah, just um, before we move into the fascia, I think yeah. it's, it's kind of important to just with the, with the black roll side of things, uh, I think that's the, you know, we obviously go by the, you know, the term foam roller, but really, you know, in Germany and what we are really trying to educate uh, when, we, uh, when we sort of talk with people and other individuals that it's a fascia roller. So it's, it's um, you know, we're not talking about the product, we're talking about what it's affecting. And I think at that point there straight away that we start to have a different concept about what we're doing, um, and and that is part of that message that comes through with uh, with with Blackroll, and you know bringing that into the educations that you know it's part of a practice that brings in self care. Uh, implementation of techniques and then flowing that into a movement sort of outcome, and uh, I think that that element of black roll and that holistic sort of message is really, really evident in. And uh, like you've just mentioned, not being a product based company, but more of a health style company that's that's interested in the bigger picture.
2: And that's what I love about you guys, mate. Like, you know, it's easy to keep throwing more and more like, features on these products, but I love that you guys keep it simple. You keep the product. Um, how it needs to be and rather than just trying to add more bells and whistles that you may not need, what you guys tend to focus on is educating people why they need to do this and and how to do it properly to actually get the benefits of this factual rolling that you're talking about, which I think is amazing because you understand the problem. You're not just trying to flog off another product and more features, which, you know, as society these days, we keep getting sold more and more features. Um I think what you guys are doing really well is that you understand the problem <laughs> and, yeah. and you're educating people around that. So, so what is fascia, mate? Like what's, so, what's this well, stuff we fascia, need to look after?
3: Yeah, so fascia, I guess, um, you know, it can be looked at from many different angles. Um, but, you know, essentially across the board, fascia is a, a communication network throughout the body. Uh, and it's a connection network of stability throughout the body. So structurally, it's, um, it's keeping us in an upright position or in any position that we, um, do we tend to move in. Um, and for that reason, um, I think it's something that's now becoming more understood because you know possibly previously when we looked at the body through anatomy, it was a process of segregation. Um, and it was overlooked of what, the, what, the, what it was that was connecting all these elements that were segregating. So more recently, we've been able to look at uh, a different sort of elements with um, with cadavers and also, but more on, on people that are still living and actually having that that unit of connection that you can see in a in the fascia on a living human when they're moving. Um, and I think this element of fascia that we can now understand and put into an uh, into an education purpose is that what we have inside of our body is a complete and um, full spectrum and even can be referred, the fascia could be referred to as an organ um, that it, it permeates and integrates every other organ and system within our body. And I think from that level is why it's literally exploding on the science world at the moment and it's taking heaps of different um, uh, elements of, of learning and bringing them back to a more connected style. So uh, an example of that is neuroscience and uh, in psychology. And now looking at the fascia from one perspective of how it's, you know, how it's, we're able to, from the psychological element, we hold emotions in the fascia from the uh, neuroscience, how that um, it's a level of communication outside of our neural system and outside of our hormone or our chemical system, you know, then we're looking at from, um, you know, more of a movement perspective, Um, we can then look at how, you know, the systems involved with our stability and our our integrity of our body through movement, or, you know, the, the maybe the patterns that we're most doing, uh, or not doing. Um, and then, you know, how we can load and reload, uh, those fibers to get more elastic energy and explosiveness, um, you know, how we can use it uh, to better potential for, uh, for, I guess, for landing mechanics and all those elements, um, but then, you know, you've got the, the full plethora of like, you know, for, a, for an 80-year-old, fascia is relevant in the sense that, you know, for joint health um, to take load off joints. If healthy, the fascia is healthy, the joints aren't going to become as loaded, including the spine, um, you know, through to mobility and being able to access movement, which, you know, working with the, the fluid systems in our body. Are able to circulate more um, more fluid throughout the system, which you know is on, obviously we understand that getting old is a sense of drying out rather than it is so much of uh, of just getting old because.
2: Mate, that's really really interesting, and the mobility side of it really stands out for me because in clinic, um, you know, I tend to watch people uh, move. It's kind of part of the barefoot movement, funnily enough. <laughs> and- we love that. <laughs> <laughs> And what I see is a breakdown in walking patterns, um, over and over again that leads to a lot of issues. And since doing some work with you guys and some education with you guys, fascia is something that really sticks out to me now because when there's a breakdown in that mobility and fascia, what I start to see is some compensations around movement that then, you know, lead to faulty gait patterns or, you know, loading things with misalignment that lead to aches and pains and, you know, aging poorly. So (laughs) how else do you feel uh, fascia when not working properly can affect our movement? What do you see? And even like, you know, in a gym space like where you kind of work or when training people, what are you sort of hearing and seeing? How does this affect us?
3: Yeah, so from a functional output, um, we kind of look at a bit of more of like a cyclic sort of sense of like pain, function um, and range of movement. So, on all those sort of levels, um, we can see the fascia being directly affecting those. So, you know, if there's a, uh, an element of pain, like someone's maybe, you know, um, bruised themselves, then that, the, you know, that neural system around it will go into a sense of guarding. And what happens is the, the fascia will pattern to that new movement. And if that's ta- carried on for a while without it being reintroduced into full movement again, we might have a, a you know, a, a loss of range. And then that loss of range, you know, then would it would affect uh, the the function of the body? So, um, you know, and th- that could come in from any perspective, you know, any ele- any area, should I say, of those those kind of those three main areas? You know, if we, we might have a, a an element of posture, so where someone's sitting for long periods of time, the fascia will model to that area or to that uh, to that pattern, and then we go to move it for forty five minutes, and all of a sudden the the system's in in full use, but the the fascia's not modelled to that. So we have areas of compensation kicking in. Uh, we have areas of inactivity, and we have other areas of high stress or high um, activation of, of fibers. and those high activation or high tonus in fibers uh, are not allowing communication or fluid circulation through those areas, and that, that then becomes a knock-on effect to you know, many other elements, you know, from joint, joint injuries um right through to emotional stuff so yeah it's um it's quite it's quite a a full plethora of (laughs) of uh, relevancy of how the fascia and how you know uh dysfunctional fascia can can play out in the body
2: so it's almost sounding like fascia maybe either on par or even more important than training muscles would i be right in saying that this stuff's sounding pretty Mm -hmm. important to how we move and function
3: yeah, absolutely. And it's, that's a really good point like, you know, we've trained muscles for a certain amount of time in sort of the, the lever theory. Um, you know, working around that you know, activation, recruitment and, you know, sort of attachment to bones, etc. And there's it's not that we're doing that differently when we're training fascia. It's just that we're looking at a little bit more of a different focus on how we we are looking at what the outcome of the body's going to be. You know, possibly we're training muscles to become, you know, extra muscular. Um, with, with extra, you know, amounts of kilo of lean muscle on, or we're looking at it to, for strength and speed. Um, when we're, we're looking at fascia in this perspective, we're looking at it more in the sense of um, maintenance for long-term use of that, that performance or um, of, of stabilizing the, the muscular system so that it can be used to better potential so a, a muscle that's stabilized correctly with fascia will be far will have far more neural capacity or, or recruitment than a um a muscle that's not stabilized um, properly with fascia so so from a you know proprioception point of view as well
2: that's great mate like yeah i'm i'm loving all of this i'm hoping everyone listening in is getting as much value and, and education out of this as you are this is awesome and look, I know before you mentioned some of the. Mate, I love
3: chatting with with other people like yourself. Is just you know <laughs> that are really wanting to to find out what is our body, what is the actual you know
2: what's the ins and outs of it, you know, and That's keep exploring key. that. That's <laughs> the key, isn't it, mate? Like if you if you don't understand how your body works, it's really hard to actually get back control of your own body. Um. So you mentioned before some of the science, and I know you guys as a company have a pretty cool. Um, Researcher on the team in Germany, um, do you want to have a little chat about him and what he's up to and, and how he's influencing what you guys are doing as a brand? Yeah,
3: absolutely. And uh, that's a, a kind of uh, the part that really um, keeps me so excited about BlackRoll as a company is that different to other companies that may be set up and structured with you know uh, an original ethos that's kind of like run through to it, it's pushed as far as it can be pushed. Uh BlackRoll really has, like you mentioned earlier, a baseline of products. And then rather than expanding that product product range and putting all new, you know, too many fang dangle things on and on, it's more of then adding that element of research that's coming from science and putting in that that uh, element of understanding and awareness of the body, and then still utilizing the same stuff. So behind that uh, that more that science and that research are kind of two really um yeah exciting. Individuals, one of them being Robert Schleip, and the other being Lutz Grahman and they,
2: they're both. Hang on, did you just say Robert Schleip? Yeah. <laughs> let's talk Robert about who is yeah, this guy.
3: Let's, let's talk about Robert Schleip. Robert Schleip's, um yeah, he it was more of a Rolfer back, uh, back some many years ago. Um, wanted to know more about, you know, that the way that the body was uh, was affected through for Rolfing, through the, um, I guess, the technique of deep tissue manipulation, etc um and yeah went wanted to go behind the curtains per se like understanding what's happening in the body through that process so went into the research facility uh through the university of ulm he's uh, working out of the the fascia research project there um and um yeah for literally just being completely immersing in every possibility of how the fascia works um how it's integrated into the body Uh, The techniques that it can be used, including you know his his offset of uh, of that some of that work is fascia fitness, Um, and then also all that information and all that new research is then literally being poured straight into uh, the education side of things. Uh, Like I said, mentioned before through Lutz Grauman, who's then putting it into an education. That has that's full of um, analogies and usable information, so the individual that's training can actually grasp that you know scientific knowledge and jargon per se for some people, and put it into a, a usable format for everyday um, moving and living in simplicity.
2: Mate, I love it. So you're basically telling me that all the quotes and you know, education that you guys throw out. Unlike some other brands aren't just Googled off Wikipedia. This is actually <laughs> like just some solid research and some like heavy hitters behind this brand that are help, you know, helping to lead the way in, like you said before, you know, increasing the education and, um, but also the products, right? So these guys yeah. have had a pretty big influence in creating a product that actually works on fascia from a research point of view, as far as I'm aware. So let's have a quick chat about. Um, some of the products and, you know, I like how they're made. I think that'd be cool if you shared with us, um, you know, the sustainable, um, the thing behind the products. Um, yep. but also some of the range. I think it's really important that we do talk about the foam rollers and, and potentially some of the differences that, um, your products have to some other uh, rollers out there. Uh huh.
3: Yeah, so well let's start on you know, I kinda I think we should really on that one talk about what the roller was and how it came into concept. Um there was this information uh of the fascia and you know looking at obviously all those manual style therapies that were surrounding it. Uh and some of the original um concepts behind BlackRoll was to develop a, a really basic tool uh that was highly transportable, highly, you know, very light and uh sustainable, obviously, like you mentioned. Um, but also something that was going to last a long time. Obviously, we know German quality is quite uh, stringent on the way that its um, it, it's, its value of uh, of a product being long lasting. And I think that um, that really comes through on the actual black roll. And the the thing with the, the the roller itself, the fascia roller, is what it's known as all through Europe. Um, it was the original before foam rollers were ever made. Um, you know, in more of a sort of a, a lower style softer foam black roll was the fascia roller and that was then you know most other models were then modeled on on that particular original roller and that model that was originally trialed was used um in some of the the german national teams for the foot for the football league uh, and through the military to, to be able to get longer sustained performance out of the body um, and they were able to look at the uh that uh you know in a real sort of um case study style input of some of the, uh, the practices as well as the, the athletic outcomes or the athletic potential that you know, could be achieved with it. Um, yeah, I guess the element of sustainability is another huge factor that, that keeps me very excited about the company as a whole. Sustainable in the sense that the product that's being manufactured is sustainable. It's also recyclable. Um, the fact that it is long term, it's not a throwaway style product. Um, and you know, and that the product itself being, um, I was, I'm always going to get stuck on this one. That uh, um, yes, I'll come back to that. The, the it's, a, it's a specific type of um, of uh, pr- of foam that is actually uh, it's permeable. It's not uh, it's not able to be. Uh, there's no fluid to be able to pass through it. And it was originally the uh, the concept came from um, from packaging that was used to transport highly um, fragile products from one place to another without becoming uh, damaged in that. And then that product was then thought of as being an option to be able to use. There's no glue uh, used in the in the production of it, so it's uh, there's you know there's very little transfer of irritation to the skin and so forth. And like I mentioned, it's you know it's uh, it, water is not able to actually pass through the product itself. Um, but uh, I think um, also that range that then sort of moved out from the say what we know know as the the black roll standard into um, all the other products that are available, and they're all quite specific, but also very you know multi use across the body, uh, simple in design, simple in concept, uh, with not too many moving parts, and. Um, yeah, that is really the the basis of the product range uh, that Blackroll have.
2: And I love how you did mention their light. Like I've used Blackroll products, I love them. The the density is really good. I know when speaking to Chris, you know, at different points, um, he's been like really ramming home that you know some of these cheaper products out there can be a little bit too soft or you know not really have the density that changes fascia or really helps, um, you know, for fascial health. But I love how light the products are too. Um, and like you just mentioned, they're, they're super durable. Um, I've given my black roll an absolute lighting <laughs> and it still looks brand <laughs> new, which is, is really cool.
3: Yeah, we've got some that we've used in the, in the studio for so four and a half years and you put it beside a new product and it looks, you know, it looks almost unchanged. Yeah, it's <laughs> amazing. The, a few little scuffs around the edges, the density of it, and the actual, you know, like you mentioned there, the certain density that's required to actually affect fascia, which, you know, is coming out of some of this research. Um, that's not changed in a, in a product that, you know, that's been been used commercially for four and a half, five years.
2: Yeah, that's really cool, mate. Uh, the products really look cool as well. Is, uh, <laughs> yeah. I know some people, you know, are really into that, how it looks, but like they're, they're slick. They just look. Yeah. You know, really, just smart. There's no, like I said earlier, no bells and whistles that, that you don't need. It's just it gets the job um, done.
3: Yeah, simple and effective. I think that's a that could be said for much of uh, what we could do with our body, right?
2: Oh, <laughs> uh, definitely right. <laughs> Less of the hype and just get stuck into what actually is going to work, right? Yeah, yeah. And you know, I like how we mentioned, you know, numerous times that it's not just a product. There's more to what you guys do, and you know, you guys offer, there's the education, but it seems like there's, it's a solution to fascial dysfunction. And, you know, I know you guys have released an app uh, mm-hmm. for, for um, Blackroll users. Yep. Do you want to just have a little brief chat, you know, about the app and how that helps people that are using these these devices? You obviously don't just buy a foam roller, a fascial roller, mm-hmm. and... You know, go home and expect to know what to do by yourself. Like you guys have, you know, put a lot of effort into helping people do this right and not feel like they're left alone. And that goes with the education I've done, some of your education, and it's amazing. You like you leave feeling really quite empowered, and and you know you can easily put this stuff into practice, you know, on your own or with your clients really, really quickly. And I've had to play around with the app and. Same thing. It just really helps you take control of what you need to do and make sure you're doing it properly. Do so you want to have a little chat about the app for us, mate?
3: Yeah, absolutely. Like, uh, I might just sort of front load with the educations first and that mm. sort of lead us into the app. So, yeah, we've um, you know over the last couple of years obviously been developing up a stronger uh, format for, uh, for the educations. Uh, that's something that we've really looked at and taken a lot of feedback from the ones we've done, definitely in Australia, and also taking a lot of feed, be, feedback from um, some of the things that are happening in, uh, in Germany and throughout the rest of Europe and and the rest of the world. There's um, literally it's uh, it's it's such a good way to actually connect all this information and uh, and then put it into a format. And that's something that's expanding constantly, and especially this year going forward, where we're looking at, at really expanding that level of education out. And that being the reason behind that is because. You know, like you mentioned, we don't just get a product and sort of go home and go. Now, what do I do with it? Having an option where you can go and do an education, whether it's um, you know, you're someone that works in an office all day. This education would still be very valuable to learn vital elements about your body and self care. Um, you know, and not making it too um, too complicated so that it's um that you need to have to go and do a sports science degree before you could come to the um uh, to the education. And, and that's a really that's a big passion of ours. Uh, but then also layering right up to, you know, that now we're sort of opening up and expanding on uh, more of the therapies sort of range for clinicians that are wanting to come in and get that next level of understanding of, you know, the, the avid professional that's, um, that's working in a clinic would love to learn more about the body and expanding knowledge. And, you know, this knowledge is coming direct uh, from the University of Ulm. So we're very, uh, we're very excited and very proud to be working together with other professionals to expand each other's horizons. And in that point, you know, like you mentioned it, the educations, it's that sharing that really makes it, you know, special, that experience in there. There's not one person just sort of, um, you know, going going hammer and tongs and all this information. There's an element of where we have an opportunity to share each other's knowledge and it's that point of sharing that we have at our educations that really makes it that uh, that little bit of something special that we all walk away with. Uh, And then layering on from there, I guess, for, you know, elements where, you can then take home and then go and access the app. The app is, has uh, is been developed for specific purposes of of giving the user a, a complete option for pain points, athletic potential, um, basic recovery, etc. And it's all really easy to use and, and, and really easy to operate. Um, and it, it gives a full run through of, you know, like depending on how long you want to, um, similar to how you look at a, uh, an app for, uh, you know, um, a training sort of sense you've got 10 minutes half an hour or whatever you could put that into it and and format and go forward from there um and in that that a really i guess a, a strong element of that point of looking after your own body is that empowerment that it brings and that's i guess a little bit of something different especially what we've been noticing from the clinicians that have really been embracing this factor is you know it's a sense of they're able to see their clients um you know one Client a thousand times rather than, uh, sorry one one client um, uh, sorry a thousand clients one time rather than you know one client a thousand times sort of sense because there's that building of empowerment of the human body and when you take that time to actually engage in what's what's in the human body what's behind the uh, under the skin you then you're essentially taken into your body and then putting that practice into a self care format it's uh, it's quite exciting what you can achieve with your own body. You know, yeah, a it's sense of like cool, isn't it? If you really get ex- stuck into knowing what
2: you need to do, it,
3: yeah, it externalizing everything, it, it internalizing, it.
2: yeah, yeah, yeah. So, like the barefoot movement is obviously about getting people out of their shoes, moving uh-huh. better. Um, and I kind of like to start from the ground up. So, firstly, does all this fascial rolling need to happen at the foot, or is this? um through the legs like where where do we start with this and does it have an impact at the foot
3: absolutely a lot of our fascial uh fascial endings um are in the feet uh hence why the foot's such a powerful um element to the rest of the fascial system we have all these fascial endings coming through the feet and a lot of them coming up through and ending in the skull um, and those elements, our foot is the first contact with the, uh, with the, with the earth or with the ground. Um, you know, from the, and from a barefoot, barefoot perspective, perspective, we're looking at how the foot in its actual full function senses and, you know, interacts with the surface that is pressed against and then sends that information and that, um, that communication up through the rest of the systems to react accordingly. Um, and, you know, sort of coming back to what we mentioned earlier a little bit about those, I always like to refer to them as the three elements of communication with our body. Our, our fascia is kind of our internal eyes. Um, we've got obviously the neural side of things and we've got the, the chemical or the hormonal side of things, but then we've got this, this other intelligence that's uh, within our fascia. This is an intelligence that's currently being explored further through, through all the research facilities that are working with fascia. To understand what is this level of communication that's happening, and and when we our foot touches the ground, for an example of just the deep front line, uh, our deep front line runs up through the outside arch of our foot and runs up our leg through, um, moving through the through the groin area and then coming up and into the in behind the rib cage or the thoracic cage, and it uh, it moves through or pathways through our diaphragm, so it's directly involved with our breath, taking our breath to our foot straight. From one point to the next and something that we probably make very useful reference to is how our breath and our foot's connected but you know you know things like collapsed arches can be involved in a breakdown of that line in particular um there could be a, a breath part of that so looking at how the breath relates to the foot and how the foot relates to the breath etc
2: and i love it because um yeah the whole breath thing um, I've been looking into that for a little while and you'd mentioned some of this, this stuff and we had a chat um at one of the education sessions with Blackroll and the more I've looked I into Remember this, that chat, that was a good chat. Wasn't it over <laughs> <laughs> some sushi, it was lovely. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um but the more I've looked into this this breath work, um, you know, at a facial level, uh through talking to yourself and but even just at a physical level and the way our body then responds, um I guess, through like adrenal function with poor breath and then how that can affect the foot. I think the picture that I'm starting to get is that everything is linked and we'd be foolish to kind of think that it wasn't. And it really seems like, you know, I guess the evidence is starting to show us that this fascia stuff is what's really seemingly, you know, connecting all of this um, throughout our body and and like you said it's the kind of information portal that like lets our body know what's happening at any given time through this crazy network of of fascia it's like the like a spider web right like if something's happening you know up in one corner of the spider web the spider might be like, down in the opposite corner but he knows that's moved because the web's moves and he'll feel that web move and what I'm starting to get from, you know, this conversation and previous conversations we've had is that that's what this fascia stuff is and that if there's a breakdown somewhere in the, in the fascia, so a little, you know, a kid comes along and breaks part of that spider web, then that spider's not going to feel the whole web anymore and that's why it's so important that we, um, I guess, maintain health in our fascia, which is done through this fascial rolling. Is that... We would that, I be writing, surmising like that?
3: That was an absolutely yeah, brilliant uh, analogy of how the, the fascia system is, and it's it literally I think to that uh, to that simple the element that you put into that of like if there is a an element there's a disconnection of that web, say using the, the spider's web as an mm. analogy, um, and then that information which would be in a spider's web vibration, which also that we're um, you know alert to within the fascia. Um, is not happening so you know contact with the ground sending up a vibration through the fascial system if there's a disconnect in that web or that fascial structure uh, through a, a crosslink or a hotspot or or anything else that we're experiencing there then information that's meant to be passing through that area and then having you know a knock-on effect in a positive way to the rest of the system that's engaged in is not happening then what we end up is a loading through that area and a uh, an area that's having a, a looking, you know, areas of compensation starting to be ina- enacted, areas that are meant to be stabilizing um, that are becoming loaders and a- areas that are meant to be loading becoming stabilizers, et cetera. Mm. So that breakdown of communication in the fascial system um, is part of something that in a daily practice you start to uncover really easily and more simply because you you're learning your own body like you get a new um your new phone you don't just like know how to work it straight away and you take days or weeks to sort of figure out all the little intricacies having that daily practice is kind of that similar process of actually learning where each little function and how that relates to that other function you start to get quicker at that You know, so, you know, rolling initially with SMT and a little bit of movement might take an hour and a half or, you know, even if it did 10 minutes, it would be a benefit. But as you get um, more in tune with your body, you know where to move to, where to to enact the most benefit at that particular point. So removing that dysfunction quicker and then getting you back into that sort of that optimal level.
2: Love it, mate. Now, we'll wrap this up soon, but you just mentioned um, the word vibration. And I know you guys have just jumped into this vibromotion, is that is that That's right? That's the one. Yeah. Yeah. Um, uh, that you can attach to your black roll roller. Just give us a little bit around where where this has come from and and what it is. Why are we now looking at vibration with fascial rolling and what the benefits are around that?
3: Yeah, so look, we're we've really um vibration has been around for a while but it was always a very cumbersome thing like a big vibration plate that you'd stand on and we saw you know the amazing effects of that could have um you know especially in the elderly population how it was able to load the fibers without actually loading them with excess weight uh, per se and i think that was you know that element of able to because vibration will essentially cause a small amount of contraction within the fibers Um, and that's how that uh, that sort of that plate technology worked when we're referring to the specific you know the specific sense of how it's uh, utilized in a black roll purpose it could be to offset an area that had high pains or a high or a high tonus area can be you know loaded up with um, nerve endings and be quite painful and sensitive to touch with the addition of, of vibration into that particular tool it's able to disperse that that load uh, to a greater area, and therefore um, not be as painful, and allow you know a more of a process of that area to be loaded and and then deloaded, um, so that we're getting that positive effect. Whereas generally, if it's you know high sensitivity, wouldn't be able to get onto the area at all. Similar to getting a deep tissue massage, and when that therapist gets right in there, and, you're like, oh, and your whole body goes into you know, you're going from that parasympathetic state to that um, sympathetic state, so that fight or flight response is, is activated rather than being in that nice, relaxed, rest, restore sort of mode that you can, uh, you know, affect a, a detoning of that area. Um, and then, you know, further to that in the, the training aspects, the the booster tool, which is, you know, part of the vibration technology or one of the tools that uh, that we've released with Roll, is, is also to be able to be taken out of the roller and held. Um, kind of like a baton and then you can hold that up and you can do movements especially through the arms and so forth to get better range utilizing those deep uh, arm lines you know the superficial arm lines to to unload and reload and also take it into a full body movement and you can actually feel it if you you just take that time to be conscious while you're doing it. you can feel it moving like uh, using again the spider um, web analogy of that movement through the entire web you can feel it enacting that line um, of of fascia all the way through through different movements.
2: I know when I had to play with the um, the vibrating baton, like you. Know. <laughs> but I know what you mean. Like you can, think, it's it's crazy. That thing vibrates like there's no tomorrow. But um, yeah. yeah, that really resonates with me. I remember feeling, um, yeah, way more than just you know if you're holding with your hand way more than just your hand vibrates and you can feel that resonating through your whole body and and sort of changing things and creating different movement patterns through that was really fun to play with. Mm. Um, so, mate, do you have any practical tips? You know, obviously buy yourself a, a black roll product, jump on some education, but what? where do we start? Like how, you know, if we, we get our black roll, um, what are what some practical tips, you know, do you feel... the listeners could start with today to start changing some of
3: this fascia so i guess like a big one is moving more Mm. um moving more like uh is a a huge one so you know we have this scenario of where we uh we are quite sedentary with technology and so forth of giving that opportunity to to conserve less to conserve our energy and and not be as active but then kind of the offset of that is that our body isn't designed to not move so you know all those knock-on effects that we that come from there with, with back pain and, and chronic elements so i guess from a starting point just start moving and then listening to body and then once the body you can sort of plug into the body you know then where to put the tools so getting at the basic tools that i always like to start with are the um the mini the mini on the foot the base of the foot because you've got so many nerve endings uh, happening there um that really affecting a whole array of elements from the, st- the stability to actually giving some mobilization through those uh you're inputting information through in, on a vibrational level even without the vibrator attachment but then you know add on you know whatever tool from there as you go as you move up through the body uh that would be a starting point so be, it's, it's applicable before um you're coming out of shoes that you may have worn around all day that might be a bit constrictive uh, rolling the foot bottom before you change the shoes, or before you started training barefoot, um, uh, from uh, anything from that through to the um, just mobilising through the spine. So we're using to say the standard to to do a th- sort of three or four part mobilisation, really simple sounds really quite complex when I say it like that, but really a simple, really simple uh, um, process of doing three or four movements that mobilises the spine. Better spinal mobility is better neural. Our uh, capacity through our you know our peripheral nervous system so better use of our limbs and our dexterity. Um and that can be done you know even in office space because you're not getting a sweat up or you're not um you're not becoming exhausted. Uh and the idea isn't to load to the point of exhaustion. When we when we say fascia, functional fascia training, it's not where there's elements of that, but the main focus is to kind of almost detrain. So people are like, oh I'm not really into training. This is kind of an option to move and load the body without, you know, having to <laughs> really, you know, start this whole new spectrum of, of change. And and what generally happens is that once that's being affected, that knock-on effect of the body wanting to change and to, you know, start moving differently is is kind of similar similar to like eating, starting to eat a little bit of smaller, healthier food. The body starts craving that food mm-hmm. or you know, the reverse of. So it's essentially from a starting point. Really, getting the basics right, like listening to the body, and like you mentioned before, like when we start to breathe and that that effect it has, you know, a a parasympathetic sense, it gives us that little bit of time just to have some away time from the rest of the the hustle and bustle that may be our life. So that little bit of time to be mindful is is a great process for the mind, and then the body actually able to connect to that. So where we're not only affecting the body and we're getting better use of the fascia and maybe deloading some of the fibers, but we're actually having that time just to to switch off and start to come down and get into a rest and restore mode that which our, our body definitely needs to be optimal.
2: Yeah, I love it, mate. And I think for a lot of people listening, you know, they'll either be commuting to work or they'll, you know, potentially be sitting in office jobs or standing in, you know, the same position all day and and that does become quite stressful even though we don't realise it. Um, it does start to affect movement patterns and breathing patterns, um, based on the stress side of it. So I love that tip of, you know, using it as a time to, you know, obviously work on your fascia and, and creating healthy fascia through rolling and, but also incorporating some breath and, and also some, you know, consciousness or some meditation if you're into that to, to help, like you said, get into that rest and restore mode, give yourself a break, de-stress. But at the same time, you know, move in that, that restful state, which is really, really powerful um, for our body. We do need to have times of restful movement. And I think you've hit the nail on the head there with, with jumping on a black roll whilst, <laughs> whilst doing that. <laughs> um, so, mate, thank you so much for all your amazing info today. I really appreciate it. I really appreciate black roll jumping on, um, on this podcast. Today and I'm sure everyone listening um, would have gained a lot of info um, and some education as well um, on based on our chat today. So if you want to find out more about Blackroll Australia, uh, including their education courses and you know to obviously jump on and purchase some of these amazing products like the Blackroll Mini that Lee was just talking about, it's super light, um, easy to carry in your bag. Um, there's no excuse not to use this mini. And it can simply be popping it under your foot, rolling your foot out because, you know, there's obviously the black roll education behind that. But with, you know, I guess what I do at the barefoot movement and as a podiatrist, there are so many benefits to rolling um, your foot out as well. Um, <laughs> so, you know, if nothing, yeah, jump on, get yourself a, a black roll mini. Start rolling the foot out. Think about your breath. Think about, you know, just trying to relax while you do that. And connect with these guys on Facebook and Instagram too. I'm sure they'd love to, um, you know, get get you on there and become part of their tribe and keep up to date with what's going on in the black roll world because, like, these guys are really cool. They're really innovative. Um, and like I mentioned earlier, they're, they're leading the way behind, you know, not just the products but how to use these things and how to use them like safely and efficiently in a way that the research is telling us we need to do it. So make sure you connect with these guys. Um, check out blackroll.com.au. And, mate, I can't wait to have you back on to talk about your other project, the Sustainable Human Movement. Um, that's going to be another super cool chat. And we'll probably link in a bit with what we've spoken about today, but yeah, stay tuned because that's, that's going to be a really crazy, crazy chat and get <laughs> pretty fun. Um, Lee and I have a lot in common, uh, when it comes to, I guess, some of the theories and thoughts around movement. So that'll be a really fun chat. So be sure to keep an eye out for that one dropping soon as well. So mate, thanks again. Um, uh, really appreciate you being on here today. Um, for those of you listening, please feel free to leave some comments or some feedback um, or, you know, drop some questions. If you have questions, I can pass them on um, to Lee and get some, some answers for you if I don't have them because um, I want you guys to actually take this info and be able to use it. So if you have questions um, or you want to hear more, um, please let me know. Um, feedback is what's going to make this podcast uh, better and help you guys Really start taking control of how you move. So once again, thanks, Lee, for joining us today. I can't wait to talk to you again. Absolutely, Paul. It's been a pleasure, mate.
1: This has been a production of thewellnesscouch.com. Check us out on Facebook and join in the conversation on facebook.com forward slash thewellnesscouch. Subscribe to each show on iTunes and check us out on Twitter. The Wellness Couch, streaming wellness into your lives.